There you go again. Don't play with me right now. That's not right. These are not bright people in our government. Oh, go figure. The nightmare begins. This is the Brian Suits Show. Oh, wakey, wakey. Mr. Sleepy Raptor, AM 770 KTTH, Brian Suits here. The uh, ban on forced labor products being imported to the U.S. is set to go. Um... Electric vehicle manufacturers, hardest hit, that and more. Also, uh, get ready, folks, a 90-day federal tax holiday on uh, on the federal uh, gas tax. Will states follow? We don't know, question mark. What happens in 90 days, though? Will anyone ask that? AM 770 KTTH. Uh, Brian Suits here. Let's get you to work with our right-way traffic. Mariners won. That's right. An it's, explosion of hits last night. What was it? Eight to two, the final. Uh, it, it's. Um, I don't actually pay attention. I was told there'd be no math, <laughs> but all I know is they all beat that matters is the W. The, the lowly A's. I mean, anyone can can beat the. I mean, beat the A's. So so anyway, they're, they're you know. they do have the greatest greatest stadium in baseball. I read that somewhere. The A's. Really? No, it's <laughs> no, not. It's exactly the opposite. Oh actually. my god! It's a dump. Such a dump. Is that the one where they used to play football and baseball yes, on and you could see like the yard line marks the in the outfield? When the Raiders were in Oakland, uh, it was the last co-field this time of year. I mean, in, in the fall, where, where one of the end zones was the outfield. <laughs> and and it's so funny how common that used to be. Um, yes. <clears throat> uh, the, well, at other, the 49ers used to play a candlestick. With uh, Los Gigantes, and they shared that. Well, and here's also what's else? crazy that's happened in sports over the last 20 to 30 years. The house I live in now, which is a fairly modest property. Formerly Ken Griffey's house. Well, so that's the point I'm getting to. It's 2,200 square feet, two-car garage, you know, nothing extravagant, opulent. Uh, a former Mariner used to live there. Opulent. A former Mariner really? used to live there, yes. Uh, we found a notebook uh, when we bought the place that was like a Mariner employee thing, and he was a pitcher for the Mariners. Can and you name names? No, I, I can't name names. He was kind of a, a nobody. But the oh. point is, uh, anybody who reaches the big leagues nowadays would be considered immensely rich. Well, because uh, because of minimal, minimum salaries for rookies and, and all that. The amount of influx of money that oh, has yeah. gotten into sports just within the last few decades has been unprecedented. I mean, teams worth b- 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 billions of dollars, and just again, I just I think it's worth noting. Did you see that <laughs> uh, quarterback Deshaun Watson settling with eight zillion women? With, with, oh no! You know, if uh, one uh, massage therapist says that you uh, <clears throat> were doing inappropriate things, uh, you can dispute that. He if, he, if a second one says that. He settled with 20 different villains. 20 of 24 civil yes. lawsuits alleging and sexual misconduct. In some in some cases, it was on team property um, and all that. So uh, speaking of lawsuits, here's, here's Lawhawk with more. So uh, anyway. And the other bit of uh, sports world news is Rob Gronkowski, famous tight end who often paired with Tom Brady, says for the second time, he is retiring. The Do we Gronk, believe him? He's going to sell Skechers or whatever it is. 
I don't know why you'd want to continue to play at this point. You got millions no, of dollars. No, he's 33. I mean, 33 is not way over the hill for a tight end, but mm-hmm. but you got the money. Plus, he has all the endorsements and all oh, that. Oh, he, he could have endorsements for the next 10, 20 years and be a color commentator. Yeah, and, and, and I would I would watch that alternate broadcast. If they let him swear, <laughs> I, I don't know why they don't do that on an SAP channel. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, he, he would be a great color guy. Um, uh, and, you know, and, and I mean, and he's deceptively, he, he, he comes across as a, as a dumbass, but that's shtick. You think so? Yeah. And I was, as I saw the two Klitschko brothers, uh, yesterday, I'm thinking, man, Gronkowski's an honorary Klitschko, uh, or somebody. And at one point, his other two brothers were in the NFL at the same time. Oh, I did not know that. Um, and then they did this thing about how they grew up, growing up Gronkowski, their dad, a massive human being, their dad um, went into the basement of their house, gutted it, and he lined it with mattresses. <laughs> and his, again, conflict resolution of the Gronkowski house was settle it downstairs, you know? And, like an insane asylum where it's padded oh walls Oh, my God. Everywhere. That is so funny. Um, my, my dad always said go outside. And usually I, w- I was kind of a one-punch one pitch Mickey with my brother. I'd, I was smaller. I'd always punch him first, and that'd be the end of it. Does that wrap up our sports talk for like the a, second and, hour? And sibling sibling conflict the resolution talk. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm wondering what to do with my two sons because they get under each other's nerves every single day. What's their age difference? So five and eight. And the five-year-old oh, is way more rambunctious and enthusiastic and physical. And I, our, my eight, my eight year old just kind of takes it. He doesn't really like to fight back. But do do you advise just letting them go at if it? If they were a year apart and closer in 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 you know physically, I, I would I would say let them find out. You know, let them both faffo in the backyard. <laughs> find out. <laughs> yeah. Um. And because that's that's you know you don't. Get, uh, I'm, there was a certain time when I was sixteen and my brother was was eighteen. My dad did not get in between us. And and what was the worst that happened between you? Uh, Blood? Uh, oh yeah. Oh, oh for sure. Oh, yeah. No question. Yeah, but it was uh, it was always it was always me on him because he always started it. He always initiated it. Right. And and then I and my my mom grew up with a house full of younger brothers, and she knew at at the McLeod household in West Vancouver. It, grandpa, my grandpa, their dad said, just get outside. Get outside, and I don't want to hear anything about it. I do need to try another tactic because my whole uh, "Blessed are the peacemakers" line is falling on deaf ears with my sons. Yeah, not at not at eight, not at five. Uh, there you go. Sibling conflict resolution slash sports talk. Um, all right. I, I was going to ask why is it anytime an electric vehicle burns? They, why is it we always hear only when Teslas do it? Well, it's because Tesla is 80% of the market annually, and cumulatively, I think they're 90% of the EVs on the road. It's not that other lithium battery-based cars don't burn. It's just that the, the chances that a Tesla is in an accident is, is far greater. It's 10 to 1, I guess, by, by, by uh, number. But this is what's weird. Uh, down in the Sacramento area, a white Tesla Model S was sitting in a wrecking yard earlier this month, having been severely damaged in a collision three weeks earlier, and it suddenly erupted in flames because of the lithium batteries. They, this is why I, I don't think you have, you can take them on 
planes, but I, I think it's something like f- you can't ship them. You can't FedEx them or something. There's a there's a FAA regulation about lithium batteries. Um, oh, you can't ship Teslas from overseas. You're saying I don't. Well, no, they're brought here on boats. Well, and I heard the other day, or I read that Tesla remember uh, last produces summer. The mo- more cars in America than any other automaker. Yeah, Google that. Remember last summer that boat full of Teslas burned in the Mediterranean. They're all headed to Italy. Here's me googling it. Um, uh, it, it was about this time last year, and it's just sitting there, like off the coast of Spain, just just burning and just sympathetically. Uh, one after another, uh, you know, light, heating up the lithium battery till it 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 uh, it blows. And it's not like a Ford F one electric F one fifty can't do this either. It's a property of lithium. Am I am I right about that? I'm not going to challenge you. Um. Uh. Anyway, look. Look. Uh. Uh. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Uh. Or were they? Oh, it was a boat full of Mercedes coming to the United States. That's what it was. Um, the reason I mentioned this, I, I, um, th- this may or may not be in know-it-all. It's um, very local. Uh, where's the uh, the uh, incident? Ever heard of the luxury brand McLaren? Mm, what do they make? V- very obscure, very expensive sports cars. It's sort of an English Lamborghini, Ferrari, Maserati. Right. Well, so um, th- there, there was Washington State Patrol minding their own business. Um, and uh, the your five twelve your your Puyallup Speedway that goes from uh, the five to the one six seven and it passes through a lovely uh, Puyallup. As you're going eastbound, there's an exit to Portland Avenue, and 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 this is past uh, Parkland and the uh, the Highway Seven exit and all that. And so a McLaren is, is imagine you know a Lamborghini. You know how low they are. Right, and that's like half the appeal. Is yeah, that, they always look very uncomfortable to me. They are, and they're they're uh, they're so low, so you get the the illusion of speed at like fifty miles an hour. You're like, oh my god, slow down! What are you, a crazy man? But they're super low. And, uh, well, same with the McLaren, Ferrari. You know, so there's a McLaren, a 2020 McLaren. It's a, a two hundred forty thousand dollar car. And and I, I would imagine this resale value is a bit less now. But anyway, so the guy exits probably at a high rate of speed. Exits the 512. This is Monday night, 11.47 p.m. And he finds a way. He, he's he's in the lane. In, on the right is the guardrail. Standard exit. You know, long exit off the 512 or the 5 or whatever. Usually there's shoulder and then a guardrail. And the guardrail's what engineers call very, very low. The McLaren wedged itself under the guardrail, took out like four posts and and, and bent the guardrail up, and then came to a halt with the guardrail in the middle of the car, running down the middle. When State Patrol found it, the gullwing door, you know, like the DeLorean doors that go straight up, the gull- the driver's side gullwing door was up and the car was abandoned. Oh, the driver took off? Oh, yeah. Yes. He that- pulled a Ted Kennedy, but with yeah. no passenger. Yeah, he let he let Mary Jo stay in the car. Um, and, uh, and uh, yeah, so nothing says, I've been drinking. Like, abandoning your $240,000 McLaren. And then, uh, say, an hour later, calling it is stolen. 
and all that. We'll, we'll see if, anyway if that resolves itself. Anyway, <laughs> um, no one else was hurt, and so that's why I get to go uh, ha-ha. Isn't that right, ha yeah. um, uh, Back in a second, AM 70 KTTH, uh, your uh, know-it-all for today. Gas holiday day, federal gas tax holiday day. Yay, we. what happens in 90 days? We'll find out right after this. AM 770 KTTH, let's get you to work with our right-way traffic. I want it all, and I want it now. Know it all. First thing. Five homicides in western Washington. By that, I mean King County and uh, Snohomish County in the past 24 hours. Um, those will be covered a little later on. Uh, that's uh, thing number one. Thing number two already. Oh, gosh, I wasn't prepared for that. Thing two. Second thing. There you go. It's already happened. A 14-year-old boy in Via de los Federales, or Federal Way, blew his left hand off yesterday. No, 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 no. Yeah. And injured his right hand uh, playing with fireworks, uh, Federal Way firefighters said. Crews were called, um, oh, I'm sorry, Monday, Monday, Monday. Uh, to 19th Avenue Southwest in Federal Way uh, near Sahali Middle School. Um, and, uh, yeah, so South King County Fire said crews are tragically on scene at 33900 block of 19... 14-year-old male who, who lost his left hand injured his right hand while reportedly playing with fireworks. Please leave the fireworks to the professionals. Attend a public show uh, instead. And so, <clears throat> yeah, that... Uh, Boy's fascination with things that go pew pew and bluey uh, it cannot be overstated. Uh, and it's, it's a minor miracle I have two hands. And I was just going to say, did you ever have any close calls outside of the military with explosions or anything like that around July 4th? Um, uh, not around, in, in Hawaii, I did, but in, in Hawaii, the stuff we had, our older brothers were busy playing with the M80s and mm-hmm. the M1000s. Um, and, and all that. And, and be, I think because of the Hawaii experience, my dad, you know, we could go get the real stuff out at the Macaw res or, or Clallam. He just didn't, he was, he wasn't fascinated by that. He wouldn't, he knew that I would have, uh, blown a hand off, you know, and the proper way to lose fingers, to lose digits out in Port Angeles is, is working, uh, Choker lines out in the woods in a logging crew. I've never been a huge risk taker, and I chalk that up to the fact that uh, my dad is in the medical industry. And so every July 4th, I would hear awesome stories of kids doing very dumb things very. and screwing up their lives with fireworks. So I would go, okay, yeah, not for me. That, that's that. Those are graphic tales, and I don't want any part of that. And that's the thing is, you know, we were talking about last hour, the uh, award-winning uh, 6 o'clock hour. You can, you can get it by texting SUITS, S-U-I-T-S, to 800-465-8770. But uh, yesterday was National Selfie Day, and I, I just think you should call it National Darwin Day. It might be that July 4th might be National Darwin Day, too, except that it's the 4th of July. It's our country's independence, so we're not going to call it that because that would be too ironic. But uh, though there's ample proof uh, here in 2022 that it should be uh, National uh, well, and I'm sure Darwin everybody Day. knows this by now. But I remember <coughs> very clearly learning. Thought I turned the mic off there. Yeah, sorry. Do that next time. Uh, that fireworks emulate the sound of warfare. Basically, that that's one of the reasons we have fireworks. And that's just that was kind of a crazy thing for me to learn. But you, you always hear when people talk about warfare or guns going off, they say it sounds like fireworks or firecrackers. Yeah. And so when you were in warfare, can you attest to that, or is it fundamentally different? Uh, it's it, well, it, a modern it, warfare. It, it it's it, 
it it can. There were some nights in Baghdad where there would be eight different firefights going on, mm-hmm. and that that was. And then you would see a burst of tracer or whatever. Or then in the 2004 Summer Olympics in Australia, the Rocky uh, men's soccer team uh, made it into the final, and no one no one or something like that. Anyway, yeah. there was it was a burst of tracer fire all across Baghdad. It looked like the opening night of the first Gulf War, and it was it was. But by then we'd been there. For months, we're like, who, who won what? Are they? They're wasting ammo. Friend of mine uh, blew his right hand and arm off, and has a robo arm now. Oh, Luke Skywalker arm? No, yeah, and it's it's crazy. And and thinking think of this kid, this fourteen year old, um, because he was throwing the Taliban were throwing grenades uh, at him, and he was throwing them back, and the second oh. one went off, and and he has a street named after him. It's still looking, uh, Leroy Petrie Street, and so uh, he also got a Medal of Honor. So awesome parking. He, because I was talking to him about a, uh, uh, about his robo arm. I have this great picture of my daughter holding his hand, holding the, and he has, you know, articulating, you know, fingers and thumbs. And I asked him, well, wow, the next arm is going to be just like phenomenal. It's going to be like Star Wars. And he said, no, the next arm will probably be a transplant because medical technology is, has advanced to the point for amputees, at least for arms and hands, that is very possible that that you can get a transplant human hand but how can they do artificial nerves and connectors and all that stuff I, it's it's down to that and the microsurgery is possible and 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 all that it's, it's no longer uh you know losing a limb like that i mean we in our lifetimes people will have grafted uh arms and 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 things like that and so the and the next generation of bionic arm is probably not going to be made because it's a better use of time to uh, maybe clone your own hand or something. You know that that might be twenty or thirty years in the future. You know who don't have a problem throwing uh, fireworks are starfish because they just grow it back. So they have a really fun Fourth uh, of July, is what I'm uh, saying. Third uh, thing. Let's. I don't know if I want to get into this. Now. Yeah, I'm going to get into it now. We uh, can start it and then finish it when we come back yeah. from the break, if well, you'd like. The, so there, uh, the president today is going to have a press conference, and the, his his team of geniuses um, who have years and years and years of business experience have told him that the, the thing to do uh, here with the high demand in the summer is to have a federal tax, gas tax holiday during the high demand. And I, I've yet to hear anyone ask what happens in 90 days. Okay, I, I get it. Um, Fourth of July, big driving weekend, uh, you know, J- uh, June, July, August into September. What happens in 90 days? I mean, we know what happens in 90 days. Um, and it seems like a really short-sighted gamble. Uh, the, the president's also influencing governors to do this. Here's the thing. The federal gas tax that I pay, the 18 cents that I pay, you know, a lot of it is going to refurbish bridges in Minnesota and, and all that. Okay, I'll, I can, I can, because I, I don't live there and I'm Mr. NIMBY. Um, I, I don't have a problem with that. The pressure on governors, especially a state like this with no income tax, our gas tax goes by law to the roads. It's supposed to. Um, and, and so the, I have a bit of a problem with that. I can kind of see matching it. Like, uh, the feds take 18 cents off and the Inslees take 18 cents off, but that's a bit too creative for somebody like him. 
Um, but uh, anyway, uh, we'll be back in a second. AM 770 KTTH. Let's get you to work with our right-way traffic. Hey, I'm 770 KTTH. Brian Suits here. Well, it it, it, it all uh, is tied up with a big uh, bow, I can tell you. Um, but uh, the the new forced labor law that is uh, targeting uh, the Chinese using Uyghur males and females as slave labor in Western China is going to be uh, kicking in next Tuesday. Um, and uh, oh wait, what, what about what about all the rare earth minerals that we need from China to make our our um, our EVs? Um, and this is at a time when the uh, when the White House continually, if not the Secretary of Energy Jennifer Granholm, then the President himself, uh, you heard that yesterday, saying, "Hey, transition to a uh, sustainable economy." And uh, of course, here in the state of Washington, we don't have an income tax, but we all pay equally at the pump for the state gas tax and and you know it's not graduated you don't get to press a button if you make fifty thousand bucks a year or less or or whatever but uh, i would just recommend you go buy a tesla you know if you're low income and you have to drive to work yeah just i don't you know uh, what are you waiting for just go buy a tesla uh go for that go for go go, um you know low end though get the entry one whatever that that is the model s i think the entry one is like starts at Seventy thousand bucks or something like that. So um, there, there's that. Well, that's okay though, because the president later on today is going to. And there was some talk about. Well, what's he going to do? Is he going to issue a debit card or a direct deposit, a gas hit, or you know something, or just uh, take a, a ninety day holiday with a federal gas tax, which currently is seventeen point something cents. Let's round it up and call it eighteen. So you overnight would get an eighteen cents a gallon lower price, uh, or as 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 we call it, I believe we call it mid May, right? Um, so it would be mid May again. We get a reset, get a thirty day reset. It would be mid May all over again. That'd be neat. A uh, couple, there's a couple Fridays I would redo. I can tell you that. Um, but what happens when the music stops? This is here's here's the most logical question. Um, to Amos Hochstein, the president's energy whisperer, uh, senior advisor for energy security at the State Department. Um, he, uh, well, more on him here in just a second, but <clears throat> he's the president's energy whisperer. And and he's talking about how the president feels your pain and knows all about this and the whole thing. And so 90 days during the high demand um, in July and all that. That's, of course, the road trip season for most American schools out and, uh, and the, the whole thing. Um, we're, we have uh, my, my daughter's cousins and their parents are flying in from South Africa and we're going to meet them in Hood River. And I'm going to Verbo or, or Airbnb a, a house. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to tell you, I'm a little surprised at how many... Uh, vacancies there were i mean hood river is not a dump it's not like the dells oh yeah and you think there's a correlation between just the cost it is to travel these days I think, to get to those destinations I, I gotta say i mean if you're not gonna do a road trip across the country to disney world like you did 
a, you know, a weekend at Hood River, you know, I would think would be kind of, isn't it, it's the world's uh, wind sailing epicenter or whatever. Sure. I, I don't wind sail. I'm not John Kerry, sorry. Um, but I was really surprised because I'm talking a week away. No, not a week away, eight days away. Next weekend, or weekend next, I should say. And a lot of stuff was available. And it's, I guarantee it's going to be great weather. So I, I really wonder if people are not traveling and i i know that i cut my trips down uh the whole thing so anyway, anyway the guy is out today talking about what a visionary idea this is when the president later on today uh announces the uh the gas holiday don't and, you think this amounts to just a gimmick oh, at the end of the day big time and, card trick he's also expected to call for states to reduce their own taxes what do you think the chances he has of that are zero he has no power to do that and frankly, to be honest with you, um, uh, as much of a leg humper as Inslee is, this is our revenue source to fix roads. We don't do an income tax. I don't want an income tax. Um, and I, I can live with our sales tax. I, I, I get it. Everybody, individually, you modify your life uh, as, as, as you see fit. Um, and so don't do it. Don't, don't give in to that pressure. At the most, I could say, well, we'll match it. Maybe 18 cents less. Wash dot can live with 18 cents less a gallon, you know, and, and I will drive down the road and hit potholes and go thump, thump, thump. And I won't complain. So Amos Hochstein out today. Finally, somebody asks him what happens at the end of 90 days? Because, because I'll get news for you folks. Everything in motion right now doesn't get better, uh, in September. Cue the earth, wind, and fire. Um, and uh, so here he is. Finally, it, it takes a British journalist, uh, the BBC's Kathy Kay, to, to ask Amos Hochstein, the president's energy whisperer, what happens in 90 days, bro? If you get to a point where you've got the federal tax and the state tax and you're getting 50 cents on the gallon, is going to be very welcomed by people. But... How on earth are you going to reinstate that after three months? Nobody's going to thank you for then turning around in three months' time and saying, oh, by the way, here's another 50 cents a gallon that you're going to have to pay for your, for your gas. I, don't, I just don't see how you put it back on again. Well, I think that we're going to suspend it for three months only uh, during a time when we have uh, seasonally, we always have an increase in demand for gasoline, increased demand for diesel uh, during the summer. So after September, when that demand comes down, uh, it will enable the prices to come down as well. But in the meantime, uh, this is also part of a broader effort for the president to work with the industry uh, to see what their ideas, what can we do and what can they do to invest some of their record profits uh, back into uh, increasing production, increasing uh, refining. In other words, bringing some of these refineries back. Look, during the pandemic, mm -hmm. they shut down a number of refineries, which is causing a lot of the crunch that we're in now uh, for gasoline and diesel. So some of those can't come back, but some of them can. So this will also give Not in 90 days, genius. And I mean, I love this. This is a slow motion shoot yourself in the foot. Uh, I, I checked the calendar, producer Greg. There's a congressional election in November. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that weird? So whatever. Do it. Go ahead. Drop the federal uh, gas tax on July 1st. <clears throat> then um, then on September 1st or mid-September um, as people are getting their mail-in ballots or whatever, that, then all, all of a sudden overnight it goes up by 18 cents. So, whatever. Do it. Suicide. Absolute suicide. 
There's also lots of economists that are saying that the savings passed along to consumers uh, could be minimal as retailers simply raise the base price of gas to make up the difference. Yeah! I mean, that's the guy uh, who owns his local gas station. He's uh, he's bemused. Uh, If Amos Hochstein... If that name rings a bell to you, um, guess what? Shocker. Let me give you the shorthand on this. He's full on in the Ukraine natural gas mess with a certain president's son. Uh, Hunter the coke addict. The naked coke addict waving the gun. The energy expert. Yeah. So they, they go back. They go way back to 2014 when the current president was vice president. It's so, It's such a mess. It is, it's such a mess. And I don't think anybody in the American media wants to appeal this particular the, the tie between Amos Hochstein and Hunter, putting them in the same board meetings in Ukraine about natural gas when Hochstein worked for Obama and Hunter worked for, well, cheaper cocaine. Um, back in a second, AM 770 K- uh, KTTH. Let's get you to work by the right way traffic. Seven seventy KTGH. Brian Suits here with the producer Greg. Mike Tyson has a, his own brand, uh, branded uh, brand of weed. I believe it. Uh, it's called Mike Tyson Two <clears throat> And the genesis of me finding this out, I was today years old when I found this out, because a guy he fought in two thousand, and I don't remember Tyson fighting in two thousand. Anyway, uh, I thought he was retired by then. Anyway, um, a guy he fought in uh, 2000 has gone viral worldwide because he's now a, a, a 22 years ago. The guy fought Tyson. People are saying, are you up for a rematch after viral video in London where he is a security man bouncer? And, and he looks not fit to fight. He's he's no Klitschko. I can tell you that. And who either one of which I saw them meeting the German uh, minister, chancellor, Olaf Scholz yesterday, and they towered over him. Um, both brothers, both heavyweight champs at one point, giant guys. Anyway, this guy, not so much. Uh, Julius Francis is his name. Well, there's a mouthy little guy, and he's getting pushy because he can't jump the line at a club. Uh, there may be substances involved uh, or whatever, and they're all, you know, talking like this and calling each other names, and I beeped it out. Don't worry. Um, uh, anyway... Uh, Julian Francis, former opponent of Mike Tyson, just one punches a guy. And you can always tell, not only by the sound of the impact, but the reaction of the crowd, how that goes. They're telling him to chill. You can hear the impact here really low. Right there. You hear that? That's like, I did hear that. That's, and it's one of these things where the guy goes down so fast and so backwards that it's the old joke about three hits. Me hitting you, you hitting the pavement, the ambulance hitting 60 on the way to the hospital. And you can kill a guy with a hit you, like that, right? You, you can. There's a... <laughs> 
there there is uh there's several cases in uh in New York there's um a guy walked up to a 71-year-old retired nurse in in South LA at a bus stop and one punched her and it's the it's when they impact the pavement backwards right um, um and uh, yeah that's a thing going on uh, and also the the viral video there's one in New York um right now there's one uh, it's a it's San Francisco L- I haven't heard about it here but homeless people attacking normals um, has been a thing in New York, L.A., and uh, San Francisco. Uh, so would you want to see this rematch fight some 22 years later Mike between Tyson, Mike Tyson Mike and Mike Tyson's guy? not interested. Uh, a TMZ, one of those reptiles that gets paid to put a camera in your face, caught up to Mike Tyson, uh, actually at, at an airport now. Mike, how are you, brother? Good to see you, man. It's been a while. They're not really brothers. Get some worthers on. <laughs> hey, bro. You're about to hop on a flight. Do you now worry about who's going to be sat behind you? No way. Tyson 2.0, you know about that, right? So he's, he's smart. He doesn't at all answer the 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 lizard's uh, stupid TMZ questions. He just he just pimps Tyson 2.0. And I thought, well, is he talking about a reset after that incident last last month? He was provoked by some jerk sitting behind him. I think he was he was provoked during a flight. He turned around and put a beat down on the dude. And and I forgot they they I don't I don't think he was prosecuted I, I I don't think he did anything wrong so he's he's flying again but he kept saying Tyson 2.0 and I thought what does that mean like a a more level headed Mike Tyson oh he's saying I'm more chill because I use my no, own product that's or? the name of his weed or but whatever. that's what I'm saying they're saying do you want to fly with someone behind you and he's going now nah, I got Tyson 2.0 in other words. I'm more chill. Oh, I don't know. Hey, you said you were tired and pissed off and high. I would have thought high would be would mellow you out, anyone out. I, you know what I mean? Hey, you don't you have to take too much, man. Tyson too- and I'm waiting for him to punch this guy. <laughs> I was gonna say, what a pain. Yeah. You have this storied career, so like probably the greatest boxer of all time. And then for the rest of your life you have to deal with knuckleheads you, being like, you Hey can't man, just, uh, how you doing? Some in this case an Australian lizard, a Geico Gecko or something, you know, just just uh hi, you said you were tired and high, mate. Oh, Looking for a soundbite to make my career, mate. Um, or or a punch that would that would totally make him. Um, hey, great news for North Seattle. Great news. You understand it's a housing problem. It's not a drug problem, unless of course you're someone who lives in North Seattle and sees these zombies walking around, or anywhere in Seattle. Uh, but or a King County is here to rescue you. They the King County has bought a extended stay America. What do the neighbors think? Uh, here's Coma with a little bit of this. Today, King County officials announced that homeless people will soon begin to move into a hotel in North Seattle that was purchased by the county. This building is one of 10 hotels that have been purchased so far for the Health Through Housing Initiative. Health Through Housing. That's positively Soviet, uh, everybody. Well, so what do the actual neighbors that have to live with their their new uh, insect overlords, their, their new 
uh, zombie neighbors uh, thing. Two weeks, 130 people are going to be moving into this former hotel, people that have been helped off of the streets. But residents that I talked to, they hope that those residents will be closely monitored. This morning in a walkthrough of the former hotel and extended stay America, now that's been turned into the Northgate Health through Housing location, County Executive Dow Constantine and those with him stress the facility will be staffed 24-7 yeah. and that they'll address issues when they happen, including working with law enforcement. Today, we did stop by the neighborhood that is behind this hotel. Some said it's a good idea, but they hope the county can keep things under control. Oh, what's that? A school right there? Okay. I understood her, and I, but I did think the program was kind of a good idea, help people get up back on their feet. But I am concerned because it is right next to a school, and there are homeless people that are most likely wanting to take advantage of that program just to get housing and not actually get up back on their feet and my sister walks home from school every day so i just worry that something weird could happen oh you sorry you don't count sorry ouch no 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 we're putting this hotel in the middle of your neighborhood because it's a homeless problem it's a housing problem so now we put them in a hotel for free and nothing turns an addict around like waking up in an extended stay america not having to worry about hot water showering or anything they they usually wake up and they say Wow, I'm going to stop injecting fentanyl into my hip after after I remove this duct tape uh, or, or whatever. It, this is such an idiotic problem. Everywhere that they put these hotels, whether it's at the base of Queen Anne or whatever, the neighborhood crime rate goes up. Part of me wonders if they intentionally put them in areas where people would feel guilty about complaining. And I, I sense the further north you get out of Seattle, the more likely people are going to complain uh, about this, but no mention whatsoever about, okay, is there a mandatory treatment? Something? Or is there a urinalysis? Uh, you know, I mean, my my tax dollars are, are paying for this. Cause I do occasionally buy stuff in King County. Um, anyway, uh, another man on the street said, oh, this is what taxes are for. On the way, tens of millions of dollars this will be the fifth building so far that well, they... Well, anyway, this is, this is not what taxes are for. Taxes are for helping. They're for serving, not for uh, handouts. It's not going to help anything. Um, but it does. You got to be a ribbon cutting, and there were cross-correlation, whatever... The, departmental. You know, com- departmental committees of stuff and uh, m- much slapping of backs. All right, uh, back to next hour... Uh, drone attacks inside of Russia. Who could be behind those? Hmm. Uh, that and more AM770 KTTH.